This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. It's time to get your research for some of these games in the meantime. See which which of these teams might be worth backing in March Madness. So let's go to the Big East for a top 25 matchup between number 19 Xavier and number 20 Providence. Providence laying three and a half here at home and total set at 154 and a half jenks i'm pretty torn on this one this is a short mm-hmm. spread both these teams are good both these teams are ranked and we seem to see drama it seems like every night in the biggie so is there an angle you like in this game i oh this is gonna sound absolutely insane i kind of like the over here but the total is so high 154 and a hook this is why i like the over the Friars don't like to play from the outside necessarily. They like to go inside. The problem is Xavier has a huge advantage on the inside. They're really big. So all of a sudden that means Providence is going to have to take more shots from deep. And they should have some success there because one thing that Xavier does not do well is guard the three-point line. One of the worst teams in the country are doing that. And then conversely, Xavier is a top five team in the country when shooting from deep. So I think we're going to see a shootout here. These two offenses are very potent anyway. Again, I know it's a crazy high number, but I would lean over here, 154 and a half. Well, the numbers go along with your theory there. Both of these teams are coming off games in which they hit double-digit threes. Xavier had 10 threes against Seton Hall in a uh, 22-point win, and Providence had 10 threes against Georgetown. Now, granted, those are two teams that are, well, Seton Hall is not bad, but Georgetown is not good. Uh, so it's hard to take that game to, into account, but you're right. Providence is one of the best teams at crashing the boards, but I think they've met their match in Xavier. So I have a real tough time picking a spread here. If you think you have trouble picking a side, do you automatically lean towards the underdog? Because that's what I'm thinking here. Although this line's gone from two and a half to three and a half. So we are seeing money come in on Providence. Oh, yeah, I think so. If you think it's going to be a tight game, you might as well just go with the dog, right? I I do Mm -hmm. like Providence here. I, I just like this spot for them, and they've been very good. I need to look at the exact numbers, but I believe at home this season, Providence has been very good against the numbers. So that would be my lean. But, man, like I said before, not to be a downer, but this tonight's slate in both college and the NBA I think is is a really tough, a really tough like handful of games to call. Not even a handful. There's a lot of games on the schedule, and I think a lot of these are very difficult to handicap. Oh, for sure. Going back to your point, Providence at home, 15-0 and 0 this season when it comes oh. to winning straight up so you were hitting the nail on the head there let's go to a rivalry game auburn at number two alabama alabama laying nine and a half total 151 and a half another high total but we know alabama can certainly score a ton of the a ton of points one of the best offensive teams in the country but also these are two of the best defensive teams 
and the SEC. So I'm interested to see where this total lands, but nine and a half seems like a lot of points. But this is an Auburn team, Auburn team that has not been playing great basketball. Anytime you lose to Vanderbilt, like it's not a great look. Maybe Vanderbilt's better than we thought this year, but still, mm-hmm. where do you land on Auburn, Alabama? I said it yesterday. Maybe Alabama's right. So I am not picking Alabama the rest of the year based on principle alone <laughs> because of how they've acted, because of how Brandon Miller has acted, because of how Nate Oates has acted. Like these guys are completely insensitive. They've thrown just caution to the wind. They've absolutely focused on basketball at the expense of showing any sort of empathy whatsoever for Jamea Harris being murdered. So you know what? I hope these guys go down. I am rolling with karma. I am rolling with Auburn. I am rolling with the Tigers defense. War damn eagle. Eventually, all this is going to come back to Alabama. Guaranteed. Auburn and the points tonight. Well, the money's flowing in on Alabama. So clearly there are some people who do not care about, you know, what's going on with this Alabama team. Because this one's already jumped to 10, 10 and a half in some spots. I believe you can still get it at nine and a half over at our good friends at BetMGM. So if you do like Alabama in this one, that's the best number you're going to get. I think the total's a touch too high. Like maybe Mm -hmm. Alabama shoots the lights out again. But last time around, we saw these two teams and it was Alabama running away with it. 77 to 69, covering a short two-point favorites on the road. I think it would be a different case if this game was at Auburn and it's a rivalry matchup. But, like, the game in Auburn wasn't close. So I think when you have a home court advantage, especially for a team that, you know, the opposing crowd could have a lot of really nasty signs about, this is very helpful for Alabama, the fact that they're not playing this one on the road. So I think I'd lean towards Alabama, but it's too many points in a rivalry matchup for me to want to actually play this game. So let's go to another one. DePaul at number 14, UConn. Huge spread here. Huskies laying 17 and a half, mm-hmm. total 148 and a half. Jinx, I see a number this big and immediately I think to myself, I have no interest in playing this. Why would I even waste my time? Is there anything here worth looking at? No, no, don't bet this game. Don't bet this game. Now, if you have to, if you're like, dude, I love DePaul basketball. Well, then I say you take the, I think you take the Blue Demons and the points here. Here's the thing about DePaul. They're terrible, right? They've lost 10 straight. They lost to Georgetown. UConn beat them by 14 a few weeks ago. But if you look at their schedule and how they perform, oddly enough, they've shown a lot of fight. They lost by six to Marquette, lost by one to Butler. They shocked Xavier earlier this season. So the Blue Demons are playing bad basketball. They're not a good team. But 17 and a half, there's no way I'm laying that. So give me DePaul. Yeah, I think it's DePaul or nothing. Like, I'm not laying mm-hmm. 17 and a half with a UConn team that's not been good at covering numbers. So it's either a pass or give me the 17 and a half with DePaul. I think that is probably too many points for most teams. Do you ever play the first half in some of these big spreads? Because I'm thinking that. We have another game that's a really big spread. Chicago State at Gonzaga. Gonzaga's laying 27 and a half. I am not seeing a first first half spread, but eventually there will be one do you think Gonzaga's worth a play in the first half? One would think that they could run away with this against a very bad Chicago State team. One would think. Here's the thing. I looked at this game, and <laughs> there's no way I'm laying 27 and a half points. However, But if I, anybody I, can cover it, it's Gonzaga. It is. I Well, I'm saying that I agree with you, but I also think that 
there's just a smarter play. I, I like the over. I think the over is a better play here. Gonzaga's going to be motivated. Final home game for Drew Timmy. And I kind of feel like Gonzaga is a little bit in that mindset where they feel disrespected because we sort of handed the WCC title to St. Mary's because St. Mary's has been and continues to play very well. And Gonzaga split that title winning on their home four. If you look at the over, look, Gonzaga is 12-7 and seven to the over this season. We know this game is going to be a blowout. It's just a matter of how many points are going to be scored. So I'm going to lean over here, not lay the big number, but lean on Gonzaga to run it up and hit the – just go surpass the total of 151.5. Yeah, once this first half spread comes out, I think that's where my mind will be at because normally it's just whatever the full game spread is cut in half. So – I guess it would be 13 and a half. I don't know what the half number would be. But still, I think Gonzaga is going to have no issues with Chicago State. And also, Jinx, that's a great angle. Drew Timmy's final home game. I wish mm-hmm. we could play college player prowess because mm, one would think that would probably be a solid oh. play against a team that has no answers for Drew Timmy. Do you think he goes out and has a huge night here? Well, that's the thing is that my first thought was if you're Gonzaga – how do you stay motivated here? And I thought, oh, senior night, Drew Timmy, one of the greats to ever suit up in a Bulldogs uniform. So I think he goes off. I think because of that, the Zags are motivated. And maybe at the end, maybe they take the pedal off the gas a little bit. They may not even have to because Chicago State is so bad. But again, that's why I lean towards the over because this is an over team. And you know, maybe they get a little loose on defense and allow Chicago State to score so they can come right back at them on offense. That would just be my play. Just 27 and a half. I, I think Gonzaga's the right side if you must lay the points, but I prefer betting the total. Yeah, and I'll be on the first half. All right, let's go back to top 25 action where we have some shorter spreads. Number 21, Maryland at Ohio State. Terps laying two and a half here, total 137 and a half. Ohio State has been one of the worst covering teams in the Big Ten. Do you think that continues here? Will you be on Maryland? Oh, this seems like a total trap. Maryland is absolutely, I believe, the right side. I'm just trying to figure out how in the hell Ohio State is only a two and a half point dog. The only way I'd watch this game is if C.J. Stroud suits up for Ohio State. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm leaving this one alone. This is a team that started off two and zero in conference play. Talking about Ohio State, they've gone two and twelve since then. They're 2-10 and 10 as an underdog this season. They're 1-4 against the number in their last five. Meanwhile, Maryland 1-6 against the number in their last seven road games, but also 15-5 against the spread this year as a favorite. I, I, I think Maryland is the right side, but this line just does not make any sense to me. Probably what I would do is I would just take Maryland money line here. I like that a lot. I do think Maryland yeah. is the way better team. I don't think you overreact to a Ohio State finally getting a win. Finally won against Illinois, 72-60 is four-and-a-half-point dogs. But still, look at the bigger body of work. They are mm-hmm. one and nine against the spread in their last 10 games. Not only had they lost nine straight before that, they're not even covering numbers. So I'll take Maryland here. I'll take the, the spread, whatever. And this line's moving quick. So if you do like Maryland, you better jump on it quick because this line opened at one. It's already up to two-and-a-half. At BetMGM. So, Jenks, I think a lot of people are seeing the same thing that uh, we're seeing. And then finally, let's do Vandy, Kentucky. Number 23, Kentucky laying 10.5. Total 146.5. I don't know where to stand on Vanderbilt because one would think, oh, Vanderbilt's bad, but 
They've had mm-hmm. some good wins. And they've played a lot of teams closely. Are you taking the 10 and a half? Oh, I, uh, 10 and a half. I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to. What are you going to play here? I, this is a stay away from me. I, I feel so lame tonight. Every game on the board, I'm like, eh, I'm not sure about this one. But these are some tough spreads. And this late in the season with a sample size like this, they're tight for a reason. Yeah, it's Vandy or nothing for me. We'll not be laying 10 and a half with the Cats. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.